0: Hello, my fellow fanwings. I'm Vesper from Wings of Fire: Lost Airs and today I'm going to be reading sh- Prolog the pro the prologue in chapter one of my fanfiction. And I know you're probably thinking, "But you already read that, Vesper. Why are you doing that again, Vesper? We already know what happens." Well, it's because I'm not redoing the entire. <clears throat> Sorry, I got distracted. I'm not redoing the entire uh, fanfiction. I'm just not changing the plot exactly, but changing some things. Uh, cha- I changed the prophecy for the third time. Well, for you guys, it's only the second time. But third time for me, I changed it three times. No, changed it two times from the original one. And so now... Well, I've already been rambling. This is a one-minute intro. But, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Alright, so. Prologue. Let me get to it. huh Every time I try to read something, even if there's nobody listening, it's just... I mean, there's someone listening, but, like, not right in real time. Even Every time I try and read something, I'm like... Mm. I don't like, public speaking, even if it's, like, not in public- okay, I'm rambling. Eh. I'm worried my sister's gonna be, like, listening through the cracks under the door. Okay, if you are with Egg, it is probably not a good idea to go looking for flounder on a continent full of black monsters and dragons of invasion. You should probably stay in the rainforest, especially if it has a protective magic barrier. And it is an even worse idea to lay your egg on that mission. So you probably think... So you probably are a very, very stupid dragon to make those decisions. But Apricot did not think that she was stupid, though. She does... What? I am not good at reading, even if I wrote it. How does one tell they are stupid or not? But that was a debate for another day. Epicrot heard, heard the growls and roars of the mindwings as they chased her. "'Don't let her get away,' roared the general as she, she clutched her egg closer. "'Why, why, why did she have to have all her emotions splattered all over her scales? Whenever she tried to shift to the cloud-speckled blue, a burst of sickly green shot through her scales. She glanced over her shoulder at the unearthly look in the dragon's eyes. She remembered the day they arrived.' with their weird scales and blank eyes. They didn't look like any they didn't look like a new tribe. They were members of entire if all different tribes, coated in ivory black scales. She remembered her best friend Co uh, Kikona fighting back. Apricot remembered the screams of Kokona and the other dragons as the mind mind wings dragged them away and the hive and not. Oh, and the high wing, mind wing, stabbed them with their to- toxins. Their blank eyes reminded her of the descriptions of the great mind taking of pentala. Right now, she needed to focus on her goal: getting to the rainforest, with or without her egg turning, with or without her egg turning into mind control. Her and her egg turning into mind control. Suddenly, a sea wing burst out of nowhere and whacked the mind wing in the head with his tail. And then, just as he was about to grab her, like flounder, hapkot sighed in relief just thought you could use an extra claw or 2 he grinned at her. "'We need to get to the rainforest,' she called. "'Toucan made a baric- barrier.' "'Okay,' he said as he clawed another mindwing. "'Flounder yelped in pain as the ice mindwing raked her wicked claws down his side. "'Toucan, who was Apricot's brother and top advisor to Queen Papaya, "'was also and also one of the few animuses on, uh, few in the world.' He'd enchanted an armband so that he could only use his magic when it was needed most. Apricot did not find this one of the best things. How about he? How it would have been better if he'd enchanted it to do the right thing, not when it needed most. But he did what he did, and she was just going to have to go with it. That was something that I just added right then. I never actually wrote, wrote that down. I'm so sorry if it's very bad. When the Mindwings had arrived, he'd made an enchantment. So from the first tree of the rainforest all the way around there would be an invisible barrier. Mindwings would not be able to get through, and if they did, they'd be teleported out. Apricot thought this was clever, but she also wondered why he didn't do that around the entire continent. So then they'd just be teleported into the ocean and then eventually drown. When she saw the first tree of the rainforest, she powered forward faster. She entered the rainforest and heard thum- several thumps and growls as the mine wings hit the barrier. She saw flound- her and Flounder... I spelled flu. I, I didn't do a lot of edits in, like, the spelling. I spelled flu, like, catching the flu. She and Flounder... Flounder... hate reading a lot. She and Flounder flew to the village and went down to the small rainwing house... went down below the small sea, rain, below the rainwing houses up in the trees and landed below, beside a small lake with half submerged and half constructed hut i hate reading aloud she and flounder she and flounder had decided on this option because they think they thought it would work best for their relationship apricot landed on on a patch of moss and immediately curled down curled up Flounder splashed down an egg, panting and glas- glancing over at her. His eyes widened when he spotted the egg. We have an egg, he said, with an awestruck face, twisting through different emotions. Yeah, she panted. I was coming to tell you, she cradled it closer. Flounder stepped forward, brushing the egg lightly with the tone. Oh, this is so weird. I'm not ready to be a parent, Flounder shuddered. Oh, you'll get used to it. Capricot laughed. That's the prologue. Oh, I need to breathe. I just am absolutely horrible at reading aloud. I do not like doing it. Uh, I had to do a... Uh, you guys are probably going to hate me for this. You're like, read the fan fiction. We don't care what you were doing. But I had to read a thing, like a historical thing. Like read a historical diary well dressed up. And I was just like, and so on the 50th of april I went to... To my thin... <laughs> good thing, it was just a bunch of old people who were listening. Anyway, part one: shifting scales. Chapter. My mouth is foaming. Chapter one. Koit kept a watch as her best friend Mango was sticking flower petals on her mother's sloth with honey and fruit juice. "Won't we get in trouble?" Coy asked. "Not if any, not if she doesn't know." Mango grinned, and so the plan was in action. Mango was. Wait. Mm. mango was sure she was a descendant sh- mango was sure she was descended from kinkajou the great and turtle the once coward but now was totally super epic humor hero which was a title given to him by kinkajou herself but n- no one really talked about them anymore and the chances of her being related to them were unlikely unlikely been at least a thousand years since the defeat of Darkstalker, and probably still a long time since the War of the Worlds. S- Some dragons on Pantella got cocky and tried to take over Pyria a couple hundred years ago, or so we're told. I know what you're doing, said a voice behind them. They turned and saw Flounder, Koi's father. H- Though his voice was stern, he had a smile on his face. Scoot over, let me ha- show you how to do it right. Coin and Mango exchanged glances, but let him help. In the end, it lo- the sloth looked like it was wearing a, hat- a skirt and hat. Now we put it in her hammock, Flounder said, concluding his tutorial. This is going to be hilarious, Mango said ex- excitedly. Maybe not to her, replied Coin. As they flew, as they were flying back to the hut, Apricot flew out in front of them and grabbed sloth. Uh, grabbed her sloth. Flounder, she said teasingly, I told you not to do that to Fluffin, she twined her tail with his. Well, I thought I'd teach your daughter how to pull a trick or two. He gave he took one of her talons in his. After a moment they let go. You know now you go you know, now you are going to have to wash fluffin, Koi's mother said. Koi sighed, we know. Koi... Ch- Coy- Me- Mango chattered the whole time. I heard a rumor, well, a story I heard from Blossom. Who heard it from her cousin? Who heard it from Bright Thought? Anyway, the whisper is that Fusa had a ja- has a jaguar cup and somehow made it grow another tail. I mean, seriously, a second tail. How would someone... How... How did he do that? I think Fierce Fangs and Swift Flower helped him. Because you know they're always doing those weird experiments. But Starseeker thinks it's probably just fake. But Fabia said she saw it. I, so I don't know who to believe. But having two tails would be super cool. I would definitely win the tree gliding. Swinging with both of those tails. What do you think, Koi? Hmm? Koi mumbled. She'd only been half listening. Oh yeah, definitely. Mango harumphed and fluffled, fluff and warbled cheerfully. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about when I say your distance, Koi. Uh, Mango... Mango rolled her eyes. Koy smiled teasingly. I don't think distance is a word. She knew it was, but she would love the infended look on Mango's face. It is too. Go ask Starseeker. He'll look in a dictionary he'll look through a dictionary and go look. Blah bitty, blah 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 all about it, she huffed. Koi laughed. Fluffin sneezed. Uh oh, they glanced at each other. Do you think he has a Koi? But do you think he has has a cold? Mango asked tentatively. Koi frowned. If we gave Fluffin a cold, Mother will kill us. Maybe it's just pollen in his nose, Coy guessed desperately. It came out more like a question than Koi wanted it to be. Yeah, Mango said confidently. That happened to Blossom Sloth a few times. Mango picked up Fluffin gently and spread her wings to fly. Coy dove into the lake, swimming towards the hut. When she was underwater, time seemed to slow down. She left it down there. She wove through the... "'through the reeds "'and twirled with the minnows "'and spun around the lily pads. "'A a frog hopped from rock "'to lily pad pad "'and then plunked in the water "'beside her head "'and kicked away. "'Once she surfaced "'When she surfaced "'it felt like she had been "'underwater for an eternity "'when really it had just been "'a few seconds. "'Her mother was tending "'to the garden, "'humming softly.' To her squash and tomatoes, she looked up. Oh, she said, startled. Wow, Fluffin's fur is so soft and shiny. Yep, Koi said, pulling herself out of the lake. Out of the lake, we are the best, Mango explained, puffing out. Mango explained, puffing out her chest. The most wonderful dragons in all of Pyria and Pantala, slothwashers of awesomeness. They both burst into giggles. Well. You should probably go do your homework, apricot said as she nestled fluffing into her neck. Barble wobble, he warbled sleepily. Oh, we can go to Starseeker's house and do homework with him if he hasn't finished already finished it, Corey suggested. Sure, Corey replied, running up the steps to the door. Grab your homework and meet me there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so sorry that you have to, you had to listen to that. If you're listening to this, you already listened through that, and I am so sorry. I, uh, I apologize gravely. This is why I can't do a script, because I can't read stuff. I mean, I can read. I love reading. That's how I read But, like, I can't read aloud. <sighs> I'm sorry, I just sound really sleepy the entire thing. Like, well, well, we better go wash that sloth, yeah? (laughs) Pretty much the same as before. Uh, I'm changing Quiz's personality to a little bit more cynical. Um, And I'm trying to change the story a little bit better. More. I don't... What am I saying? I do have an antagonist. But uh, if you haven't listened to the other ones, I don't want to spoil anything for you. But that. Yeah. Go listen to all the other Wings of Fire podcasts that exist because they're way better than mine. But yeah, if it's your birthday or if it's near your birthday, if your birthday just happened, I don't care if you're a whale, if you're a cat, if you're a dinosaur. Alien, a human. Happy birthday. Here here's a dragon shaped cake. Eat it with joy.